Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God bless you. God bless you. Hallelujah. This is hallelujah. This is Elder Jewel of the Word Restorers. Amen. Praise God. Trusting God. Trusting God. Trusting God in the storm. Hallelujah. You know, um, first, let me let let's just start with a word of prayer in the name of Jesus. I think that's what we need each and every one of us. Oh, Lord, we thank you and we praise you. We give you honor and glory and praise. And we ask you, Lord, as we move into this broadcast, we ask you, Lord, to let your sweet presence flow in around and through us in the name of Jesus. Lord, we thank you. We thank you for your goodness. We thank you for your mercy. We thank you for your grace. We thank you for bringing us through this storm, Lord. Hallelujah. Each one of us may have a different storm, but we thank you for bringing us through because that's what you do. That is what you do, Lord, and we thank you for it. And Lord, as we are going through, we ask you also to bless each and every one of my brothers and sisters who are going to join this broadcast, Lord, and let us all be open and, and, and attentive to what you have to say to us as we talk about trusting you in the storm. And it's not just about trusting you, but as we speak a case study, you presented before us a case study. For those of us who were in the Metro Detroit area, we had a case study over the past four or five days, and maybe we still are having the case study, but Lord, whatever it is, we're asking you to speak, Lord, through each and every one of us in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, amen, amen. And God bless you, Sister Sheila. Blessings and love to you, too. Oh, my goodness. God bless you, Minister Moon. Blessings, blessings. I give you some love, too, Minister Moon. God bless you, too. Amen, amen. So, listen, this, this is a, a very interesting um, topic for me because I know that over the time, um, over the past, uh, I, I would say, months, we've been... We've been talking about strengthening ourselves and strengthening each other um, in the Lord. We've had many discussions. You know, our last discussion that we had was help us all, Lord. You know, and, and maybe it was it was um, fortuitous that he gave us this because he's trying to show us that we need his help. Amen. And there was so many excuse me, so many other topics that we went through where what I noted is that um, is that our Lord, he was trying to strengthen each and every one of us. He was trying to bring us to focus on him, focus on what he is doing as opposed to focus on other things that are going on all around us. And then, and I'm talking about the Detroiters, because I know in, in other areas, in Florida, we had a different, different set of issues. In Haiti, we have a different set of issues. In Haiti, we, you know, we have, we have um, the major earthquake now. Um, and, and then there's a talk of, of a tsunami, and there's a talk of all this, 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 this storm that's coming. Uh, but I, I think about what has happened with us in the Detroit area over the past, I would say, uh, maybe four or five days. It, it probably started somewhere around last Wednesday um, when, you know, we had a major storm. 
And since then, um, I believe that, I don't know about you, but we are feeling the repercussions. This is Sunday and I am still without power. So and when, when you think about it, and I wanna say without electricity, not power, because my power comes from God. Okay, my power comes from God. So even though there's no electricity, he set it up such that, you know, I would be able to do this broadcast. I would be able to, to rest at night, you know, lay me down in peace, Psalm 4 verse 8, and sleep for he alone maketh me to dwell in safety. So what I want us to touch on today is um, trusting him in the storm. We've talked about it. We've talked about trusting God in the storm, but this here um, is gonna be our case study. What has happened, Minister Moon? What has happened to us over the past few days? If we did lose power, or if we knew someone, not power, electricity, and I'm gonna make sure that I say that, you know, um, and when, when we think about it, we think about all the things that have happened and what we've seen, uh, what we've heard on the news and what we've seen. So our case study is on having that confidence in the midst of the storm. Now, what I want to do first is I want to read for us um, Psalm 20. And, and I'll go through all of Psalm 20, and, and what I will be doing is reading Psalm 20 twice. I want to read it in the King James Version and also in the New Re, uh, Revised Standard Version. And then I want us to start looking at, breaking it down and looking at, you know, the confidence, the trust that we have in the Lord as we go, as we go along. So if you want to get your Bibles with me, we can go through it. This will be our key scripture in our discussion. So Psalm 20 says, The Lord hear thee in the day of trouble. The name of the God of Jacob defend thee. Now I have to admit that right now, uh, because I'm using just the one computer, uh, some of my information is, is kind of cut off. So um, let me just open this up just a little bit more. Okay. Here we go, all righty. The Lord hear thee in the day of trouble. The name of the God of Jacob defend thee. Send thee help from the sanctuary and strengthen thee out of Zion. Remember all thy offerings and accept thy burnt sacrifice, Salah. Grant thee according to thine own heart and fulfill all thy counsel. Then we have verse five, we will rejoice in thy salvation and in the name of our God, we will set up our banners. The Lord fulfill all thy petitions. Verse six, now I know that the Lord saveth his anointed. He will hear him from his holy heaven with the saving strength of his right hand. Woo! Watch it now, some trust in chariots and some in horses, but we, will remember the name of the Lord our God. They are brought down and fallen, but we are risen up and stand upright. Save, Lord, let the king hear us when we call. I love it. The Lord hear thee in the day of trouble. Now, I'm going to read it in the New Revised Standard Version, and it may, it may give us just a little bit more, um, you know, a little bit more depth uh, to, to what we are hearing. And they, this, this is called for victory. 
Hallelujah. So we're talking about victory here. And the, the, it's a psalm of David, and the psalm starts with the Lord answer thee. Now remember, in the King James Version, we saw the Lord hear thee. So when he hears, what we are hearing here is that he answers you in the day of trouble. The name of the God, just his name of the God of Jacob, protect you. King James says he defends you. Now watch it. From there on, what I have seen in the New Revised Standard Version, it, it makes me feel so much better because instead of saying, remember all thy offerings, what he says, excuse me, in the New Revised Standard Version, listen to this, may he no, send help from the sanctuary, may he send you help from the sanctuary. That's my prayer to you. That's the prayer for even myself. May he send me help from the sanctuary and give me support from Zion. May he remember all my offerings, everything that I've offered up to him in my sacrifice, in my personal relationship with him. May he remember all that I have offered and may he regard with favor. Oh, hallelujah. With grace. Give me the grace when he remembers the burnt sacrifices, the, the deeper sacrifices that I have, I have given on behalf of him, up to him, I should say. Verse 4 says, may he grant you your heart's desire. Minister Moon, Sister Sheila, may he grant you your heart's desire according to your heart. What is it that you are looking for? What is it that you need? May he grant it to you and fulfill all your plans. Fulfill. And in, in the King James, he says, fulfill all your counsel. Really? My counsel? What I am thinking of the plans that I have made, even though we hear that, okay, you, you know, you've made your plans, but God is the one who is going to do what needs to be done. But why would he say, may he fulfill all your plans, if not that we are, um, you know, we, we know what the Lord wants of us. What does the Lord require of thee? Amen. We know what he wants of us. And because we know what he wants of us, then he will grant us our heart's desire because they would be in line. Our plans would be in line with what God is asking of us. Verse 5 says, may, he sh may we shout for joy over your victory and in the name of our God, set up our banners like we're going to wave the banners and say God did it. In the midst of this storm, God did it. God bless you and Sister Marlene. In the midst of that storm, God did it. Set up the banners. Set up the banners. Hallelujah. May the Lord fulfill all your petitions, everything that you're asking for. This is the prayer that goes up to the Lord. So when I'm in the middle of that storm and I see the lightning striking and I, I just say, help, Lord. I said, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Sending my prayer up fulfill all my petitions. And then verse six, now I know that the Lord will help his anointed. He will answer him from his holy heaven with, watch it, mighty victories by his right hand. Oh, hallelujah. Now, here we go. And this might be the part that you will find us um, deliberating on as we go along you know, as we're speaking about trusting God in the storm. Psalm 20, verse 7. Some take pride in chariots, 
and some in horses, but our pride is in the name of the Lord our God. King James had told us some trust. I like trust, but take pride, is it's, it, it ties into it. Some trust in chariots, some take pride, you know, this, this, this is what is going to happen. Uh, some of us took pride in 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 um in the fact that we live in an area where oh there's not much flooding, but suddenly we hear of flooded basements because of the storm. My goodness! But I was taking my pride in the fact that you know um say I moved out of of you know this depressed area and I moved further away. But what? Some take pride in chariots, some in horses. Some take pride in the fact that they had their own generators that would kick in at any time. You know, some some took, took pride in the fact that um, I can go off to um, to my family and, and you know, uh, nothing's going to happen to me. You know, when I come back, I'll see what happened in the storm. But we will remember the name of the Lord, no matter where we are and what we are doing and whether we are in the middle of the storm. God bless you, my sister Brenda. Even when we are in the middle of the storm, what do we do? God bless you, Brother Frank Sparks. We will remember the name of the Lord our God. It is our God. So in the New Revised Standard Version, he says, but our pride is in the name of the Lord our God. When we think about it, when I think of the goodness of Jesus and all he's done for me, my soul cries out, hallelujah, thank God. Thank God for saving me. You know, we, we, we have to get ourselves to the point where even in the midst of this mess, and, and I talk about this mess, some of us have got out of it. Some of us haven't had any mess, but we've had a storm. The storm may not have been the storm that we had in Detroit, but you have a storm. And we have to have something that we can chew on we are, yes, Sister Sheila will shout hallelujah. Yeah, because I know that the Lord will help his anointed. You know, so, so that when we talk about taking pride, verse 8 says, they will collapse and fall. They are brought down and fallen, but we shall rise and stand upright. Because even when we get through this storm, we are still Standing. Oh, hallelujah, because we trusted in the Lord. And because we trusted in the Lord, he's going to show us what we need to do even before we need to do it. My God, my God, my God, my God, I'll get back to that. I just want to go through this particular, uh, this particular psalm. And the last verse says, give victory to the king. O oh Lord, answer us when we call. Save, O oh Lord, let the king hear us when we call. Let the Lord of lords hear us when we call. And when we say, give victory to the king, ascribe victory to him, to him. Thank God. And uh, I, I, I want to put it this way, Detroit, is not the DTE, because we're still waiting, some of us still waiting for DTE to give us back that electricity. Hello? But we got to give victory to the Lord that he kept us through it all. Oh, Lord, we learn to trust in Jesus. 
and we learn to trust in God. Minister Moon, you say hallelujah is my praise. No matter what I am going through, no matter what, and I like the way you say that I may be going through because, you know, sometimes we find ourselves um, going through, but not even knowing, <laughs> hallelujah, that we are going through stuff because God is shielding us. And I know we spoke about this um, in, I believe it was the last broadcast, but even so, I want to tie this to what happened over the past five days. And for those of you who were not part of this storm and, and the, the, you know, the fact that over, what's it, it's about half a million people had been out of electricity for the past, um, well, it started somewhere around Wednesday in the from the storm, and then we had the, the, the repercussions um, of it. All of this has been happening to you and to me, but where did our focus lie? Amen. My point about trusting God in the storm. Amen. And so I, I want to talk about this week's storm, and yet I want us to recognize that we all have a storm. If you're in down in Biloxi, you got a storm. If you're in Tampa, you've got a storm. Wherever we are, we've got a storm. And I want to show you some of the things that have happened in this particular storm. Because even now, if I ask you the question, what is your storm? You might even say now it's still the pandemic because you're still going through the variants. The earthquake in Haiti, yes, hallelujah, thank you, Lord. So many things are going on all around us. When we look, it's just like, oh, my Lord, what is happening here? Amen? But we've got to trust in God. You see, what happens is, um, even with, let's say we talk about the pandemic and we'll get back to the earthquake, Sister Brenda, um, when, when we think about the, the pandemic itself, what is happening with us is that um, there are certain people, certain forces, certain groups that want to keep the narrative going. So we are in the midst of the storm and we continue to be in the midst of the storm and we feel as though there is no end. We talk about the earthquake in Haiti, the narrative also, even though we're hearing about the hundreds of, oh my Lord, of deaths now, we're hearing about, well, there might be a tsunami that will come, or there is a, um, a, a hurricane that, you know, a tropical storm that might develop. So many pieces of the puzzle that make you want to really shudder. And, and the question is, are you going to trust in the meteorologist for, for Haiti, are we going to trust even in the meteorologist, excuse me, for the, the, the storm that came into Detroit, or are we going to trust in the Lord? Amen? We talked about, um, you know, this, this week. It, what I see in, um, and I wrote some things here, but what I see is, okay, some half million people, they lost their electricity. That's good. But here's a crazy thing about this particular storm. And, and we, we want to chew on this to recognize that it's not just that storm. 
it is it, it, there is a spiritual component to the storm that we are talking about. Some people lost their electricity immediately. It was a down power line or maybe a transformer blew, um, uh, I don't know, a tree, a tree fell over a line, tree fell on the house, um, the, the basements were flooded. And, and you know, you know how many things have been happening around us. And yes, the point about it is our trust him and love him and love him and trust him, trusting in, in him. But some people like me, and I know that there are many others, lost our electricity the day after the storm, the day after what we perceived as the storm. You hear what I'm saying? That sometimes we think it's over. The lightning, the thunder, everything, you know, um, uh, there might have been a flicker, flicker of the lights, but the light stayed on during the storm. Oh, yes. And then the storm went away. It, it, it brought down inches upon inches of water, but then it moved away. Amen. And we went, thank you, Jesus. We were praising him in the middle of the storm, but we also praising him at the end of the storm. You know, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. As we went through, we made it. The next morning, my Lord, get ready to, you know, do, do my work. I'm working from home this time. Um, we made it through, the lights were on, all is well. You know, I'm happy about that. But then the point is, do not have too much confidence in anything but God. Because when you and I, or let me say me, when I thought that DTE had it under control in the sense that um, the those who had lost power that they will you know they will be be um, restored their, their electricity will be restored and you know everything will move on now we are affected by a storm that had already passed we are affected by this flicker flicker bam everything is out so what do we do well, dutifully, we reported to, uh, you know, to, to DTE, which is the energy company for those who don't know. And then we move on because we are thinking that at some point in time, the lights will be back on. That's Thursday. Storm was Wednesday. Thursday. Here comes Thursday night. Now, here are some things that I'm going to share with you because this is a case study for me. I've got to share it with you because over the past few months, we've been talking about building up that confidence in the Lord, trusting in the Lord as we go along. Amen. But this is, it, it was just like, okay, what happened here? By Thursday evening, there was no power. No electricity, and I keep saying no electricity because I, because as, as I said before, power comes from God. So there was nothing. So at that time, Sister Brenda, she, she came over, she and Kiala, and we tried, uh, now watch it. The Lord had already provided me with a brand new generator 
get it now, months before this happened. See the trusting in the Lord that he was preparing me. And, and I know I'm not the only one. For such a time as this, months ago, I brought the generator in, left it in the garage, in the box, looking pretty, but never opened the box. Now the storm has come. I don't need it. The storm has gone. But now that I need it, the next day, it needs to be assembled. Well, it was getting too dark by the time we were through and we were kind of relaxing and talking and knowing that we've got to get it done. The light just dimmed on us and we could not get it done on time for that day, for Thursday night. So Thursday night, here I am. Um, and here's another preparation, case study now, that the Lord had put before me. While I lived in on Linwood and Lothrop, and you know the area, in that area where we were rehabbing um, the house there, I had to purchase many battery operated lanterns and have them in every room of the house so that it would be a deterrent for this quote unquote up and coming uh, gentrified neighborhood. Okay, so that people would recognize that there's someone in the house. So I had these. At one point, he had me to buy a stockpile of, of uh, batteries. Here I am now, looking at all of these lanterns, switching out batteries. See, was I ready? Well, I can't say that I was truly ready, but was the Lord preparing me? And because I trusted in him, that night I had lanterns all around the house. And I praise God for that. I thank God because sometimes when we think about what we are doing, we don't know why we are doing what we are doing. I did not know why the Lord had prompted me to get that generator on that day. And yet I was still delayed on the first night when I should have had um, my fridge plugged in, when I should have had, you know, the sump pump, which was electric plugged in, I did not have it ready. Okay, so let me get to this. This is all part of the, uh, the case study. Finally, the next day, I, I know I have to, you know, I, I've got to say praise God, Sister Marlene. Yeah, God bless you, Sister Dolores. I've got to say praise God because what I'm trying to show you, and I, and, and I guess I'm trying to, to even show myself, is that even though I wasn't prepared or I did not feel I was prepared, the Lord was putting the people, places, and things in place so that when the time comes, I will be prepared. And I want to pass it on to you too, because sometimes the Lord gives us to do something, to pick up something, to store something, to speak to someone. He gives us to do that. And we are asking ourselves, why did I do that? But even so, let us do it. This is where we trust. We, this is where we are actually putting our trust in God into action. Amen. But the Lord had to show me, you trusted in me to get these things, but you know, you didn't trust in me to you know, step back for a minute 
And when I said it was time to start setting up, you know, to, to putting together um, the things that you needed, I was, you know, I was kind of relaxed. But God knew. So he had me that night to be, I mean, the place was, it was dark. And yet, as I walked around, I had dim lights all around the house. Now, I'm going to put this in because I feel, um, and I hope he doesn't mind if I say it, but I feel that the Lord himself is looking after us and he will send people to give you that assurance that he's there. So I won't use his name at this point because I did not ask, but the Lord sent someone around 10.30 or 11 at night. Sister Brenda had called me and we were praying. After the prayer, I heard a knock on my door. Oh, uh, Miss Jewel, Miss Jewel, this is such and such and such. I'm just coming back from work and I wanted to know, are you okay? What is the Lord doing? God bless you, my sister Rosemary. What, what is the Lord doing? What he is doing is showing me that he is still looking after me, that even though I'm here, even though I don't have, you know, the, 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 the generator ready and, you know, and, and even before, watch it, Minister Moon, even before I, I could get too concerned about maybe, you know, there would be a flood in the basement, maybe even before I could get concerned, and I'm going to use what you've said, Minister Moon, before this change comes, before the issue is, is there, God had already shown up. Praise God. Oh, praise the Lord. I, if you think I'm excited, you're right. I am excited. I am excited because the Lord said to me, this is your case study. This is it, to show what the Lord has done. My next door neighbor has a baby. Her husband is, you know, he's doing, uh, he's a, a doctor. So uh, he, he may be, you know, he may not be there at night or, you know, he might be doing rounds, whatever it is. So I text, I said, how are you doing? Well, thank God she's gone to her sister. So I, I don't have to be concerned. But then she turns to me and says, I should be asking you, how are you doing? You know, it's it's as though the Lord sets you in a place where he's going to show you that he is taking care, not just of you, but he is giving you to take care of those who are around you. Ask about their well-being. You know, um, today I heard something, and I'm going to interject this. Um, a pastor was saying, you know, it, it looks as though as a pastor, I am, you know, I'm, I'm taking care of you. I'm asking you, you are coming to me and you, you know, and, and I have this responsibility to take care of you, but who's taking care of me? Amen. And, and that's where even in the midst of the storm, we are not going to hold ourselves together as though it's just me and the Lord. It's me, the Lord, and all those around me that he has placed in my path, amen, in order to set a word in season to him that is weary. Maybe someone, if just asking, knocking on the door, just I'm calling just to check and see how you're doing. 
I'm doing well, thank you. In the midst of the storm, when everything else is going on and God is saying to you, listen, I'm taking care of you. So if you can hear me, then I will use you so that you can talk to someone else on my behalf. And I say, you know, Minister Moon, give the Lord the glory, hallelujah, do his name. You know, you are, you are, you are just um, dropping some, some, some words and some scriptures as we go along, which I think is just so wonderful for us. So let me, let me close up that this part of the case study because there's some things I want to look at which are some implications for us because I'm talking about it from the natural, but I'm bringing in the spiritual into this discussion. So here am, am I, the following day on the Friday, uh, Sister Brenda came back over and we got the, um, we, we got the, the um, oh my goodness, the, the, the generator, I'm sorry. We got the generator all set up and I thank God for that. You know, we were, did not use the fridge much. I didn't use it. So at least that was working. And, you know, I waited for everything to refreeze. And, and then I could see, you know, whether, what sort of um, potential damage it was in, in terms of the food in the refrigerator, not the freezer. But at least God had given to, to me that reassurance that, you know, you slept well that night and the next day, I made sure that you took care, that you were taken care of. And then we find out it's not going to be until Sunday night, until tonight, that our power will be restored. It's now Sunday afternoon, and here we are, and we hear that it will not be until Monday. But what has God done? He has set it up such that whether it is Sunday or Monday or whatever day, life will go on. My dear sister Rose and my brother Ellie are coming in tomorrow night. And I know that the Lord is gonna set it up such that everything will be restored by the time, oh, hallelujah, thank you, Jesus, by the time that they come in. I did not even, Sister Rose, I did not even want to let you know so that you would be worried about it. Nothing to be worried about. God's in the midst. God is doing it. Come on in and see. Look, see what, what the Lord is doing. See what the Lord has done. Let us continue to put our trust and our confidence in God and let him take us through the storm in the name of Jesus. Man. Oh, hallelujah. My Lord, my Lord. I want to touch on some implications for us that happened during the storm. Amen. And there's some things that I had um, I had written down here. And one was, let's not have false expectations. Um, you know, our, my expectation is the storm is over because the storm was over on Wednesday. But there were there was a fallout. This is one of the consequences. There is an unseen fallout. 
for this storm. Amen. And let me hold on to that before because my sister Valerie is saying thank you and the Lord for knocking on my door. Yes. And giving me the strength to go. Oh my God. To go back to work tonight to care for some very sick people. My power is restored. Oh, hallelujah. Praise God. Thank you all. He's truly in the midst. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Needing that strength, my sister, to go right back. This is my sister in Miami. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Because sometimes it's rough. You know, I, I, I mean, which are the hot spots right now, if not in Florida and California? We're hearing about these hot spots. Why, as a nurse, why would you not have that, you know, something that will say, you, you know, I'm seeing this, I'm seeing the devastation around me, I'm seeing the increase in the people who are coming into the hospital, I'm seeing all this, I'm seeing, uh, yes, but, but God, but God, to trust in him, trusting in him in the storm, in the middle of that storm, that you can go back in to care for the people. Thank you, Lord. And knowing that God is working in the midst. God is putting the people, places and things in place even now. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord that he said, listen to this. I have a word for you, Marita. I have a word for you, Valerie. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God. Yes, let your power, thank you, Lord, let the power that you have, Lord, be restored in her. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. Sister Marlene, you got it. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. What a testimony, my sister. Amen. Amen. Yeah, so some some of, oh, I like that, Sister Sheila. Let go. Let God. Yes. Yes. And you know, sometimes it gets hard for us to let go because these natural eyes are seeing things that, you know, they, they even try to overwhelm us. Um, even not just the natural eyes, the natural ears, we hear things that really try to overwhelm us. You know, when we hear the statistics, um, and, you know, for pandemic and we talk about the variant and, and you know, and, and we hear, well, the numbers are just going up. But one of the things that I had to ask myself and I asked the Lord and he has not yet answered, but I, it was, you know, it was a question that I put there because we talked about COVID-19, then we talked about the variant, and yet I feel as though when the numbers are being reported, they're being reported as COVID-19 numbers, not as a variant number. So the number seems so much higher than I would think if you're talking about a different strain. So I, I'm just asking myself, why is it that everything is so conflated? Is it because they want the maximum impact? But I'll tell you, the maximum impact comes from God in the name of Jesus. Sister, my cousin Elizabeth, you said the Lord is truly in our midst. Yes, and we have to always remember that he is in the midst. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Yes, 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 yes. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Hallelujah. Oh, I just... 
oh, this is all on the inside of me trying to come on out, trying to come on out. Oh, praise the Lord. False expectations. These are some of the things that try to derail us. Okay, the false expectation that the storm is over. My sister Valerie, you know the storm is not over. You are in the midst of it and you can see it. It might have morphed, but it is not over. We might not be seeing it now because we are here in Detroit and we, you know, we're hearing some numbers. Yes, they're increasing, but not as much. But but get it. Trust in the Lord. And I'm going to go on with lean not to your own understanding, not even just your understanding, the understanding of the newscasters. Lean not, let us not lean to our own understanding. In all of our ways, let us acknowledge him and let him direct the path. He knows where the, the stones are that will try to trip you up. He knows where, you know, what you need to listen to and what you need to avoid, where he says, turn that TV off or walk away to another room so you, that you won't hear that mess that, that is, you know, that, that is being um, proclaimed. Our God, he's an awesome God. Yes, Sister Marlene, and he does. He reigns, he reigns, he reigns, and we know it, and we are the ones who have to go out to tell this dying world that Jesus is Lord, that he is reign, that he's the King of Kings. He's the Lord of Lords. We are the ones who have to do it, my God. And, and see what the enemy wants to do is try to derail us. And that's where we have to stay focused on putting our confidence in the Lord. Oh, Isaiah 26 and three says, thou will keep him in perfect peace. Oh, whose mind has stayed on thee because he trusts in thee. I trust in the Lord. I trust in him. I don't want to play any games with the Lord. And I'm, I'm quickly looking here because I said whose mind has stayed on thee. And I believe if I go to 26 and 3, it will say whose Yes, whose mind, praise God, whose mind is stayed on thee because he trusteth in thee. So one of our implications is the false expectation, okay? I might get back to that, but the storm is not over. As a matter of fact, even if, watch it, that storm is over, just watch yourself because there might be another one brewing, okay? You know, either you're going in or there's one coming up. Let us not get so relaxed and start tiptoeing through the tulips that we think that it's all good. God is strengthening you and me. Why is he to have a deeper and deeper trust in him, a deeper and deeper relationship with him so that when the time comes and God speaks to us, he can speak to you and to me, and we will do exactly as he tells us without asking a question, without saying, why, Lord, or what, Lord, or how, Lord? You know, that he knows also that there is a level of trust that he can give to you, that he, he can trust you with. Amen. Yes, there is another storm brewing. Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. 
Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. So my brother is giving me some news that he's coming in. He's going to be here uh, tomorrow. My Lord. Praise God. So my sister Rosemary, you're holding the fort, right? That's okay. That's okay. Praise God. So let's let's continue. And thank you, my brother. So here's another implication for us when we are going through this storm and when we, we, we need that we, you know, to trust in the Lord because of some things. Um, unpreparedness. Now, I'm, I'm saying that because I know that we cannot be prepared for every storm. That's God. God is the one who is preparing us. Amen. And as you can tell, he prepared me months ago for one thing. He prepared me years ago with the lanterns when I was in, in Detroit, you know, in, in the house on Linwood and, and Lothrop. He was preparing me for these storms. And I'm just talking about the physical, but bring it to the spiritual so that we can understand what preparation God is doing. He's already prepared you. And I'm going to say you, Sister Mali, right now for the next storm. Woo. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Remember that he's already prepared you for the next storm. in his own way. And it's sometimes it's only when we look back that we realize God was really in the midst. Surely the Lord was in this place and I didn't even know it. Sometimes he is, he is just doing just a little here and a little there, a little here and a little there. And we are thinking, what are you doing, Lord? Because we have not been able to connect the dots. But when the time comes and we begin to connect the dots, it's like, oh, what an awesome God we serve. Hallelujah. If it had not been for the Lord who was on my side, who had set someone up here, who had set someone up there, who had knocked on the door at the right time, at the appropriate time, praise God. Oh, praise God. So what, you know, one of the, the, the issues that we have is our thoughts of unpreparedness. So if you begin to trust in the Lord, no matter what, if you begin, even if you don't quite get it, you are going to find yourself walking through stuff just walking through it as though, you know, uh, everything is fine. Now, you know it's not fine because your eyes are seeing that it's not fine. And your eyes are seeing the people around you who are panicking, but yet God is setting you up so that you can also minister to those who are around you who do not trust that he will come through. Yes. So watch, just, just, you know, uh, God's given me to do just, I don't know. I'll, I'll tell you one of the, the one of the uh, missions that God had given me uh, at least 15 years ago. And, and this is part of what we are doing now. He has given me strengthening the body. One believer at a time 
through prayer, exhortation, admonition, and reproach. P-E-A-R, prayer, ex exhortation, admonition, and reproach. So when you, when, when you, 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 you hear me um, speaking some words, these words are coming not from me, but what the Lord has given to me for such a time as this, to strengthen us, because there is stuff that's happening and stuff that's coming. I mean, this is only a foretaste of what is expected and a foretaste of what is expected of us, hallelujah, as believers in our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. What is expected that we will do? Strengthen others, amen? When you, uh, what did he say to Peter? And when you are converted, Satan desired to sit you as we and I prayed for you that when you are converted you would do what you go out and you strengthen someone else so as we are being strengthened in this small body here we can go out and strengthen oh hallelujah strengthen others so what are we doing now we are we we are looking at our case study in trusting the Lord so that the next stone that comes we would not hide he will show us, don't you remember I had done this? Don't you remember this person did that? This happened. That place was set up for you, my brothers and my sisters. Hallelujah. Here's another implication for us. That last one was on pre unpreparedness. Don't trust in gadgets. Now, the word gadget is a word that um, Sister Brenda likes to say about me because you know my my the the field that the lord had given to me and you know sister marlene is in technology and i'm still in that field and and you know there comes a time when you do trust technology a little bit more than you should technology will break down my god will not break down and people might wonder and they would look at you and they would think well you know, why is she doing this? Why is that happening? No, 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 no. I have to trust in the Lord. Amen. I cannot trust in, in the, the technology itself. And we cannot, like even when I think about, when I think about the generator, I couldn't trust in a generator on the first night because I hadn't put it together. I have it. And I can tell you I have it. But if I didn't put it together, then what? What is it? Oh, it's a nice brand new shiny in the box generator. That's all it is. A little toy. Until it serves its purpose. And God is the one who will allow it to serve its purpose. Now, it doesn't have to be you know, something like the, the, the generator, it may be even the cell phone. You know, we may think that, well, I've got my phone. And, and, and I thought about the time, and I don't know how many of you remember, and it must have been maybe uh, 15 or 18 years ago, there was a whole um, a blackout across, I, I believe it was around the eastern, the eastern part of the U.S. And um, that, wasn't, was, that one wasn't that long but all cell phones were down. The cell phone towers were down. And the only people, and I remember when it happened, my brother called me, um, Ellie, the same one. 
when he called me, he called, I believe it was from, um, from Florida, if I'm not mistaken. But when he called, I had, I did not have the money to have a cell phone at that time. So I had me a landline a $5 phone that came from, you remember Sister Marlene, yes. You remember that day when it was all down. I had a $5 landline from, from uh, Walgreens and that was plugged in when he called me. I, I told him, yes, I'm okay. Yeah, not trusting in gadget because if I had had the cell phone, no one would have got to, to me. Everybody would be wondering about everybody else. But if that had happened and I speak to the Lord and I trust in the Lord, I trust in what he is doing, I can ask him, Lord, what should I do? Is there anyone I, you want me to pray for? What do you want me to do, Lord? Because if my communication is with him, then from there, I will be able to, without even this gadget, I will be able to effect change through him. But that's because I have to learn to trust him. Oh, praise God. You know, Sister Sheila, I think I have to get one um, because I know that they, they, they're lifesavers. Um, I'll, I'll leave it like that. They definitely are like lifesavers. One other um, implication that I had put down here was, um, and, and I may have said it before, but I, I really want to drill down on this for a minute. Taking the aftermath lightly, you know, it's all over now. It's over now. Um, let's not take that lightly. Uh, let us take it to the Lord and ask the Lord and first ask ourselves, what have I learned from this? What have I learned from this particular situation, from this particular storm? Because as I ask that question, I can go to the Lord now and ask the Lord, Lord, what did you want me to learn? Did I learn what you want me to learn out of this situation? Because I'm telling you, my brothers and sisters, this is not the end. Storms will come in our lives. And if we don't begin to trust in God even now, we're going to find ourselves like the children of Israel going round and round and round, amen, through the desert for 40 years before any of them could get out to the promised land. I pray that we, we begin our journey in not just saying, I trust God, not just saying, well, God has come through for me before, but in drilling down to get a deeper and deeper level of trust in the Lord. You know, when I, I touched on trust, I'm going to touch on just a few things that I have written here and then give you the bottom line for us. Think about it. You know, we touched on some trust in horses, some trust in chariots, but we will remember the name of the Lord. The question then is, 
can we trust in our friends? Friends can let you down. Everything could be fine, but you know, this friend just gets on. I tell you, she would get on my nerves sometimes. But I trust her, but I cannot trust her like I trust the Lord. I have to understand that as humans, we all, and she will say the same about me, so don't think that this is one, a one-way trust. But, you know, as humans, we have our limitations. But God has no limit. Oh, praise God. God has no limit. And he's trying to get us to the point where he will continue to, to, uh, to drill into us. He continued to teach us how to trust him, how to trust him more and more and more, that as soon as the Lord says, go, we go, no matter where, no questions asked, oh my Lord. So how about spouses? This, the ultimate generator, oh praise God. Thank you, my sister. Yes, thank you, my sister Valerie. The ultimate generator, yes. So that when the time comes, it's on at the time that we need it. And when it's time that this storm is, is, is finished and the generator needs to be shut off, he will do it, not us. We have nothing to do, nothing to say about it. Oh, praise God, I love that, praise God. You know, um, spouses, um, you, you know, we can trust in them, but we are all human, amen? Some of us trust even in our jobs. Someone, you know, but someone gave you a bad review and guess what? Everything starts to turn sour. Before you were just up and coming and things were happening. Trust God, trust God. Listen, how about trusting your enemies? Oh yeah. You see, you would be crazy to put your trust in an enemy except, watch it, to trust that they would do you wrong all the time, because that's your enemy. They'll try to deceive you if it's, it's still doing you wrong. Amen. So uh, what I'm looking at here is that's not where we have to put our ultimate trust. It has to be in, I like that, I use the word ultimate. So, <laughs> um, it has to be in God. Amen. And I just want to end and I had a bottom line for us. So the bottom line is, put your trust in God now. You notice I used the word now. And it's two or three minutes. Put your trust in God now. So let it be of primary importance because he will keep you and he will keep me throughout the storm. We've got to put our trust in him now. Don't wait until the storm and then say, hey God, are you listening? Oh no, 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 no. We got to put the trust right now, right now. Okay, so this is almost over or for some of us it's over. Let us start now putting our trust in him.
And you know, I, I do believe as, as, as we were ending this broadcast, I could hear that we need to have um, a, a broadcast on how do we put our trust? Oh, hallelujah. How do we put our trust in him? I'm going to work on that one. And I want you to start thinking about it so we have a good discussion as we are having discussions now. So I pray God's blessings on each and every one of you and those who are going to listen to the broadcast. Sister Sandra, you too. I pray God's blessings over you. My sister Valerie, I pray that his protection over you as you go into work and the confidence and the trust that you will have in him knowing that the almighty god is here he's my protector he's my he's my provider he's my shield he's my deliverer in the name of jesus and i pray this for each and every one of you my brothers and sisters that we walk yea though we walk through the valley of shadow of death that we will fear no evil for we are confident that god is with us emmanuel in the name of jesus and traveling mercies to you my brother charles in the name of jesus god bless you praise god and may the word of christ dwell in you richly i love you much and let's keep loving and trusting the lord in jesus mighty name oh hallelujah amen Amen and amen. Praise God.